0: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we start another week of broadcasting. And throughout the course of these days, we're going to be speaking about one Hebrew word, And that word is chesed. If we spell it, it would be C-H-E-S-E-D. And as is the case with so many Hebrew words, it takes many English words to define it. Chesed, for the most part, in the Hebrew scriptures is translated as kindness, loving kindness, and mercy. It also means goodness. It means favor and compassion. And this word appears in the Hebrew scriptures uh, over 250 times. So we really believe it's very important to understand this word because if I'd have to say it this way, Juni, I think if we had to find one word to characterize who God is, I think it would be chesed. And it's interesting when the New Testament is translated into Hebrew, the from word for, the from the Greek, the word used for grace most often is chesed. So I hope that through the course of these days, you're going to get a real insight and understanding of the chesed of God. And it's
2: interesting, Shelley, because there's a heresy in the church that says the Old Testament is a God of judgment and the New Testament is a God of grace or a God of mercy. But you and I know, and any Berean who has really studied the scriptures, that the word chesed that we're going to be studying this week, how many times is it found in the Old Testament, Shelley?
1: Over 250 times.
2: So over 250 times, we see that the God of the Old Testament is the same God as the New Testament because we see that he is a God of loving-kindness. He is a God of mercy. He's a God of compassion. He's a God of grace. Amen.
1: And you know, what makes me think, Journey, of going back to the book of Exodus. Where did God commune with his people? Not in the law. The law was covered by the mercy seat. And again, Communion with God is through the mercy of God. So I think one of the most important portions of Scripture we find in Psalm 63. So if you have your Bibles, turn with us to Psalm 63.
2: And I'm reading verses 1 and 2 of Psalm 63. O God, you are my God, I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh yearns for you, in a dry and weary land where there is no water. And it's interesting, Shelley, because we live in the valley. In the desert, in Arizona. And so we do thirst for the Lord, where Mm -hmm. there is no water.
1: All right. And two?
2: Verse two. Thus, I have seen you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory.
1: Hallelujah. So we see, Junie, you get the sense of who David is, a man who sought after the heart of God. And it says... Uh, David was a man who was after the heart of God because he did God's will, as it says in the book of Acts. But here's a man who's saying, my soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in this dry and weary land that he saw him in the sanctuary to see the power and the glory of God. Now skip down with us to verse four. And then we're going to come back to verse three, verse four. So I will bless thee as long as I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul is satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth offers praises with joyful lips. When I remembered thee on my bed, I meditate on thee in the night watches, for thou hast been my help, and in the shadow of thy wings I sing for joy. My soul clings to thee, thy right hand upholds me. So we see a, a, a way of life, and we need to get hold of some of the things that David is saying, I'll bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul is satisfied with marrow and fatness. My mouth offers praises with joyful lips. In other words, it wasn't an exercise. It was out of the abundance of his heart. His mouth praised the Lord. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on thee in the night watches. For you have been my help. And in the shadow of thy wings, I sing for joy. My soul clings to thee. Thy right hand upholds me. What an incredible description of a man's life who was in love with Jesus. Now let's go back to verse three. And I think we find the reason why David lived a life like this. Because in verse three, it says, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips will praise thee. Juni, that's such a powerful, powerful verse. Thy loving kindness is better than life. That word loving kindness is the word we're talking about this week. Chesed. And you know what came to mind right before we started the program, Junie? If we go to uh, talk about a believer's life, we know that it involves a dramatic transformation. In other words, we have to get off the throne of our life and allow Jesus to enthrone himself in our life. And if we see that his loving kindness, his nature is greater than our life, it's a lot easier than saying deny yourself. But this is the reality of a denial ourselves. We're putting a greater affection in our lives than we had before. And the greatest affection that we should have in our life is the recognition of the mercy, the loving kindness, the favor, the goodness, the compassion of God. Because our life as we know it on earth is transient, it's temporary. We're, we're strangers and aliens on the earth, we're passing through. But the loving kindness, which is a description of the heart of God, is forever. So in effect, we are really attaching ourselves to eternity.
2: And what's amazing is we really can't know that. We need to learn it. And how do we learn it? By entering into a real relationship with the Lord. So we find in the course of our life, during sorrow, during heartache, during trouble, during terror, there is a God, the Lord, who reveals his chesed, his mercy, his grace, his loving kindness to us above and beyond the circumstances that we find ourselves in. So I really hope this week, talking about the word chesed will give you a hunger and a thirst to draw closer to the Lord, God of Israel, to draw closer to the Lord, to get to know him in the midst of your circumstances. Because he is a faithful God.
1: You know, it would be interesting, Judy. I want to read it from the uh, modern translation of the Hebrew Bible. I find it very refreshing. Psalm 63. God, you are my God. I search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My body yearns for you. As a parched and thirsty land that has no water. Yet he's searching for God in a dry and, and parched land. I shall behold you in the sanctuary and see your might and glory. Truly your faithfulness, that's the word used for chesed, truly your faithfulness is better than life. My lips declare your praise. I bless you all my life. I lift up my hands invoking your name. I am sated, S-A-T-E-D, as with a rich feast. I sing praises with joyful lips. When I call you to mind upon my bed, when I think of you in the watches of the night, For you are my help, and in the shadow of your wings I shout for joy. Let me go on to the rest of the uh, psalm. My soul is attached to you. Your right hand supports me. May those who seek to destroy my life enter the depths of the earth. May they be gutted by the sword. May they be prey to jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult when the mouth of liars is stopped. So we see there was a battle in David's life, but what supported him? Where was his strength from? Not from himself, but in the recognition of what he says in verse 3. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips will praise thee, even in a dry and a thirsty land. Even, as you said before, Junie, when the circumstances aren't As good as we'd like them to be. And you know, we come to, um, services, whatever night or day we worship the Lord to gather together. And there it's rather easy to praise the Lord. But we need to have a life of praise, just as we don't just worship on a given time. Our life should be a worship, just like it's good to have prayer times, but our life should be a prayer to the Lord constantly. And I think this really sums it up. And it happens when we can recognize the fact that God's loving kindness is better than life.
2: And it's also a learning process, Shelley. For example, if one of the listeners has never thanked the Lord for and in an adverse circumstance of life, if you would begin to do that, because the word exhausts us in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in the Messiah, in Christ Jesus concerning you. So the natural man thanks the Lord or thanks someone when something good happens. It's a spiritual weapon and a spiritual truth to begin to thank the Lord, even though we don't understand our circumstance, even though we don't feel like saying thank you. It was Jonah's deliverance in the whale when he remembered the Lord and he remembered the salvation of God. And then he opened up his mouth and he gave the sacrifice of praise to the Lord and Thanksgiving. And what happened? God, the Lord, commanded the whale to release Jonah, and he was on dry ground. So I want to encourage every listener to begin to thank the Lord for the good things, for the bad things, for the heartaches, for the desires of your heart. Begin to thank him, though you might not understand why he's allowing certain things, and you will learn of a treasure, of how the Lord meets you in the midst of your circumstance. Even if nothing changes, something will happen in your heart, and you will know it's God, because he is a faithful, loving God. He is a God of chesed, grace, mercy, and loving kindness. Amen.
1: And if we can recognize that, if that could be put into our spirits, our life is going to reflect Psalm 63, that no matter what the circumstances are, real praise and real joy comes from within because of our intimacy with the Lord. And we hope during the course of these days, This issue of the loving kindness of God is better than our life will really touch us deeply. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for who you are. You are a God of chesed. Thank you, Lord. Mercy, loving kindness, favor, and goodness. And And grace. And grace. And we pray that this will touch all our listeners during the course of these programs. We pray this for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: amen. Amen. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.